Mostly Podcast at Night, Episode 30, Dead Alive. There's something nasty in Lionel's cellar. This podcast. <laughs> well, oh my god, so accurate. It is. We're in a cellar. We're totally in a cellar. So it a- works. A dungeon. It works on so many levels. Multiple levels, you guys. Sorry, I just totally like rode over your welcome. It's okay, no worries. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Oh, you bitch. Hey, (laughs) let's get the show on the road. I'm your uh, co host, Carnage. I am your other co host, Kaya. And we are joined by our guest host, Just Joe again. Just Joe. Yay. Good evening, everyone. Recorded from the basement. We brought the scholarly professor to the show for our guest this week. Um, and this week we did Dead Alive, or as it's called in its native, well, uh, native New Zealand and everywhere else, Brain Dead. It came out in 1992. It was rated R, and it was an hour and 44 minutes long. And on IMDb, it's rated a 7.5. How about that tomato, re- tomato reader? Tomato wow. reader? Wow. It's late. Well, the tomato meter, the tomato <laughs> reader, it's, it's, it's kind of like a Kindle, but you read tomatoes. I, I don't know if you've seen so it so much right now. You made me watch this movie, and now you're making fun of me. So Some fuck of those you tomatoes both. can be killer. They oh, can. we're not watching that. Oh, come on. <laughs> the tomato meter is sitting at an 86% critic consensus. The delightfully gonzo tale of a love-struck teen and his zombified mother, Dead Alive, is extremely gory and exceedingly good fun thanks to Peter Jackson's affection for the tastelessly sublime. Audience score, 86%. Wow. I have a summary. Do you want it? We definitely want to hear a summary. Once upon a time, a rat made sweet, sweet love into a monkey... And then a stork brought a rat monkey, and things went awry. How could it from such a humble beginning? A stork brought a diamond, and then they placed the diamond in a cabbage patch. Our parents had sex. Turned into a baby. We're having a baby, too. Our parents had sex. Thank you for the Adams family rejoinder. I love that. Oh, absolutely. You know it. Just, Joe, you picked this movie. Please, for God, tell me why. Because this movie is an awesomely awful movie. Yes. On so many levels. It apologizes for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And will separate true horror fans from the weaker. Yes. Is it true that your wife, Maverick, cannot get through this movie at certain parts? It is true. I don't blame her. (laughs) I empathize completely. Um, I almost lost my lunch a couple of times and could not finish my dinner, actually. Oh my gosh. I did. I had to look away. Well, you know, my original plan for this evening is that, like, we would go to, like, maybe, like, Burgers to Beer or something and have a meal before we watched this movie. (laughs) Didn't really turn out that way. So, yeah, that was, it was not my plan to try to eat dinner while this movie was playing. It really was not. It's been 20 years since I've seen this movie. I forgot how bad it was. Oh, I knew. Oh, you knew. And you let me eat during it. Because I love this movie. And 
Um, I don't have usually, okay, usually, usually I don't have the problem like thing. I can eat during the grossest, sickest things and I'm fine. But if funnily, and so I didn't think about it, but funnily enough today I hadn't eaten enough and my stomach like started just, just like hurting and like gnawing on itself. And like, I felt really sick. You had a zombie inside you? Uh, yeah, I felt like I was eating, like, little little tiny zombie was, you know, eating my stomach. So for, so for the first time in my life, I got to experience the gag reflex when something gross was on screen. So that's been a first for me today. I've seen this movie before, too. It was just because my stomach was upset. But Do you want to yeah. give us a real summary, Joe, since I gave a shitty one? No, I think you did an excellent job. Oh, okay. Was, uh, Okay. If you're sure. I mean, I think you could do better, but... I think it's... Why am I walking away from the microphone while I'm trying to talk? Okay, Mama Chaos. I know, okay? I didn't take my ADD medicine today, obviously. You know that's always going to make for a good podcast when you do that. <laughs> Sorry, in advance. Um, it was not my intention. It was an accident. So, anyway... <laughs> no, I don't even remember what I was going to say. Um, we don't have nothing on our whiteboard. Remember how we were supposed to be so professional? And yeah. we're like, yeah, we're going to organize ourselves. We have nothing to talk oh, about I today. Know. No, I know what okay. I was going to say. I was going to say just that so much happens in this film. Film. Film, yes. <laughs> quote, unquote. Quote, unquote, film. film. I feel weird calling it a film. It's a movie. Okay, so much happens in this movie. It's hard to sum up, really, like in just a sentence or two. Written and directed by Academy Award-winning director Peter Jackson. That's an important thing to point out. Well... That this is Peter Jackson, yes. Before the Emmy. Before the Hobbits. And the, like the Oscar, rather, yes. Now I hate him for two reasons. Just saying. <laughs> I love this man and this director. I love this... I love his work. <laughs> I love his early work. You don't like the you don't like the uh, Lord of the Rings? Fucking boring. What? Boring. Better than the books. Ugh. Ugh. Boring. So boring. Um. So let's talk a little bit about this movie. Okay. Now that we you know did some of this, um, it was filmed in New Zealand. It actually had a budget of three million. It had a budget. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, you had to pay for all that fake blood. Come on. True. Um. I wonder if in ninety one when they were filming it. Three million was considered low budget. I know it was for Hollywood movies. I don't know about New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand movie. New Zealander movies. Well, you know, Australia and New Zealand actually have a very rich uh, history in horror cinema. That's true. Thank you, Chaos, for that informativeness. You're welcome. <laughs> the sad thing is, it only made two hundred forty-two thousand here in the states. I mean, I know it made more, you know, across the other countries, but that's sad. Though I made such little amount of money here. Yeah. Well, this was considered to be a B movie, for sure. You're a B movie. I I probably would definitely be classified a B movie. Yeah, I think so. I'm definitely a B movie. Um, can you tell us a little bit about Joe? Just Joe. Um, your uh, your idea for the '50s and porn, how it should be. Actually, I think the idea of the silent porno films would go back to the 1920s. Tell us more about it, though, because I love that when we were talking What does this about have it? to do with the movie, exactly? I think it belongs to this podcast. Because I think we should... 
We should find some porn from the 20s and 50s. And see if it's actually funny. It just... I was just curious as to whether or not silent porn had dialogue cards. <laughs> and I thought that was worthy enough to mention here. <laughs> Hello, I'm here to fix your Chesterfield. I'm pretty sure Clara Bow, like, some of her partying constituted porn. <laughs> nice. <laughs> She oh was God. such a notorious party girl, like ridiculously so. You would not think that she was a 20 silent film star <laughs> just from her antics, <laughs> which I could start talking about. No. But we're supposed to be talking about Dead yeah. Alive. Okay, well, why did they change Focus the name for us? Do we know this? I mean, everywhere else it's brain dead. But for us, it's Dead Alive. That's a good question. That we don't have an answer for, is Lady it? with the laptop? I'm no, I haven't found it. You haven't found it. Was there another film? And why did Peter Jackson think boobs came out of a neck? I just don't understand that. <laughs> don't that, know. Things I don't understand. That would be a reference to the mother's final uh, form. Where her boobs are coming out of her neck. And her pearls also grew. But her stomach opened up and ate her son. Because there was an abundance of mother love, as the priest said. Might have something to do with a 1990 film called Brain Dead, starring oh. Bill Paxton. That's probably why. Oh, oh my God! There's a movie where Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton co-star, <gasps> no! and this is it. That. Yep, because of another film with rights to the practically identical title, Brain Dead. Yeah. Okay, we have to totally watch that then. And it does look like a low-budget horror movie. Totally gotta watch that. And now there's one from 2016, too, apparently, so called Brain Dead, but uh, that's just totally unrelated. So, which is funny because most people confuse Bill Pullman with Bill Paxton and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Which I never understood that. They're they totally together. different. Yeah, I don't like the people who call Jerry Seinfeld Jerry Steinfeld. I just I never could understand it. I used to confuse Mostly butter with we... margarine. That I could understand. You must wait, 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 repeat that? You gotta repeat that for me. She said she used to confuse butter with margarine. Well, then what's... I can't believe it's not butter, then. No but, one knows. Well, I tried it. <laughs> it's Fabio's sweat, actually, okay? it's not butter. <laughs> Which, but you know... <laughs> no, you are not doing another bit. No. No more bits. I alone had the ability to suspend disbelief and <laughs> could believe that it was not butter. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's Fabio's sweat. Well, you just died yellow. So it's not. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> no, no more I bits. I can't believe it's not. I can't believe it's not. <laughs> no vicar of Dibley bits. Stop. I'm gonna beat you yet. Do you remember? You remember how you think I'm gonna become a serial killer? I've got two words for you. First victim. Right there. Stop doing bits. This is what happens, kids, when you do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Or it's what happens when you don't. We're not really sure. Find the middle path. I'm an enigma. (laughs) So, bones? New Zealanders don't have bones? We were talking about that. Not according to the visual effects in this movie. They do, but they're apparently very soft and they're not distributed throughout the body. And sometimes they're not connected, connected to anything and sometimes they are connected to each other, but in no discernible fashion, like without ligaments or... Can we say that we think Peter Jackson and the prop guy both flunked anatomy? I think that they weren't really concerned about it. <laughs> they yet. took or several biology. liberties with the human form. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, how, how does a zombie baby... First of all, 
I have problems with this. <laughs> One of my many problems with this movie. For those who are listening to the podcast before watching the movie, you are going to be totally lost and you're going to say to yourself, what the hell are they talking about? Yep. And then you're going to say to yourself, I'm not going to watch this movie ever. And I, I applaud you for that choice. No, no. Everyone should watch this movie at least once. <laughs> at least once. So Preferably you have two zombies. You have Nurse McTavish and Father McGruder, who we discussed that his vows were gone. He no longer had to do his vow of chastity after he died. He became a zombie. No more vow of chastity. So he gets it on with Nurse McTavish, also a zombie. <laughs> yeah. And they have a zombie baby. But the incubation time for the zombie baby is like, what, a half hour? Yeah. If that. <laughs> How does that happen? Undead <laughs> magic? <laughs> but then the zombie baby doesn't grow at any other normal speed. It stays a baby. Yes, but it becomes a toddler as opposed to an infant. It looks like Chucky. If Chucky were, you know, melted in a fire a little bit. That's how my Chucky looks. Yeah. Because I melted him in a fire. You have a Chucky doll? Maybe. We're getting a secret peek into the secret (laughs) life of... uh, Maybe it's in your bed right now, waiting for you. Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. Good luck going to sleep tonight. I'm never sleeping again. (laughs) At least not tonight after watching this movie. Oh, God. I love it though. I'm like, I'm never eating it again. Cookies? Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> chocolate? I'm totally there. <laughs> I'm never you chocolate. But this well, movie. Well, I'm never gonna be hungry again. I am. Where, where's, where's the, the chips? chocolate? <laughs> this has got to be one of the ultimate horror comedies out there. Oh my god, I know. So so amazing. Definitely a comedy. It's just a great over-the-top oh, yeah. horror comedy. Um, and I almost want to say, like, gore porn, I want to call it. It's totally gore porn. It is, but it's not, oh. like... But it's so... It's not realistic, though. It's, like... This is, like, ultimate comic no, book not. style. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like... Horror. It's, it's, it's not really gore porn the way, like, Hostel or Saw That's is That's good gore, gore porn. porn. This is more like (laughs) next level Army of Darkness. This pushes the boat out farther than Army of Darkness with the with the horror comedy. It's supposed to be silly. You cannot take this movie seriously. Over the top. It's supposed to be ridiculous. Ridiculous. I am ridiculous. Ass. Asshole. This movie is definitely not for the faint of heart or the squeamish. I am the squeamish one too, and I'm like. I actually, yeah. I actually gagged a couple times. Oh, I, I didn't like, do. When my oh, okay. stomach was feeling bad, I did. No, my stomach but wasn't feeling bad. I just gagged a couple times. I have times. a strong feeling, though, that was totally the intent of Peter Jackson and company when they made mm-hmm. this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, they said with that, um, I was telling you guys about the rental. When, they re- when you rented the video in Sweden, you actually got vomit bags. And I kind of felt like I should have had a vomit bag myself here <laughs> tonight. I'm sorry I didn't provide vomit bags. I know. You are a terrible host. I know. I tried to. First, you tried to feed us during this. And then no vomit bags. I didn't. That wasn't the original plan. (laughs) I also think this will strike a nerve at least once with everyone who watches it. Something in this film will make you squeamish or make you say to yourself, what the hell am I watching? Mm -hmm. When did I say that? What the fuck? You said it a couple of times. No, I know, but there was one that I... I can't remember what it was now. It was... It's going to bother me. I'll have to watch it again, but I really don't want to watch it again. <laughs> Something really stupid happened. I was like, what the fuck? Which time? I don't know anymore, and I'm not watching it again. Just be it. So many stupid things happened. So many. It like when a... the intestines 
trail up his leg and follow him through the whole attic. The intestines of a zombie. Mm-hmm. Not the zombie. Just the intestines. Oh, but then it admires itself in the mirror. It's it, like, hey. It makes itself into a little creature. I'm pretty good looking organs yeah. in that mirror. Yeah. I'm going to pause. So well, let him watch of, some video. A lot of people do believe beauty is on the inside. And that highlights that. <laughs> I don't know. Like you were about to say. like. So he's being traced by, chased by this creature made up of a zombie's internal organs. Mm-hmm. Like through the roof into the attic. He gets up there. He finds an old trunk with his mom's stuff in it, and he, like, starts, like, getting nostalgic and looking at pictures when it's like, dude, do you not remember that something is chasing you? Okay. Photo break. (laughs) Yeah, just, like, I'm just going to look at these old family photos for a little while. Like, nothing's wrong. My girlfriend's not downstairs fighting off. Yeah, my girlfriend's downstairs fighting off zombies. I'm on the run from zombies. Gonna take a break, though. So. <laughs> I do like the precursor to the Travelocity gnome when he sticks the <gasps> the garden gnome in the in the guy stump <laughs> into that. the next stump. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! And you were saying your favorite scenes. Do you want to relive them for everyone? So there's two scenes that you guys thought were your favorites. Oh, it's fine. It just ended right there. So, um. Um, favorite scenes? Favorite scenes. So, first favorite scene is the uh, Father Magruder kicking ass for the Lord. Magruder! Kung Magruder. Fu Priest. The Kung Fu Priest. Yeah, who's taking on all the zombies and fighting him with his sick martial arts skills. <laughs> and it has, of course, like we said, the best line in the movie. I kick ass for the Lord. And that's my terrible uh, New Zealand that's... impression. <laughs> I apologize very, very much for that <laughs> impression. But the line is fucking hilarious and I love it so much. And Father Magruder is my favorite character in this film. Just Joe, what's your favorite scene? Well, without giving too much of the movie away, I think my favorite scene, the most over-the-top scene, would have to be the lawnmower scene. <laughs> Push mower versus horde of zombies. Oh yeah. Good pick. Good pick. My favorite scene was the credit scene. Opening or closing? <laughs> closing. Oh. Because it was over. It was over. <laughs> Such a pussy. I'm just kidding. No, I liked when the um, the zombie baby popped out of the ra- popped out of the woman's face mm. and just tore her like, face across. Yeah, like pulled her head open. That's pretty great. Because she say. didn't have a skull, apparently. Apparently no skull. <laughs> Lots of places to hide when you have no bones in your body, you know? Mm-hmm. And the one that lights up like a lamp. I want a oh, zombie lamp. Oh my god. Zombie lamp was so fucking freaky, <laughs> man. Seriously, just the way her face, like her, because her, again, like her head was hollow. Nothing in there. It was just right. like her skin lit up from the inside. Oh, it was gross. I don't think too many people will make it through this movie in one sitting. Mm-mm. It's a rough one. I love it. But well worth it if you can see the movie for what it was really supposed to be and what it's intended to be. Mm-hmm. What it's supposed to be? It's supposed to be a over-the-top crazy horror comedy. <laughs> okay, it's a, it's so a comedy. I have questions, of course. And you have to answer them as best as possible. Okay. He, um, Lionel feeds the animal, <laughs> he finds out it's an animal stimulant, it's poison, mm-hmm. and he feeds it to the zombies, and all but his mother Vera pop out, and they're normal size, but then Vera 
is like this super Stay puff marshmallow size of a zombie. What the fuck? How come she got so big? With boobs coming out of her neck, by the way. Because because she's his the hero's antagonist. She's Lionel's antagonist. That's why. She I also turns think into that the big big bad. Because she was the she was a zombie the longest, and maybe that was the final stage of the metamorphosis. Yeah, she was the. First one. She was the first one, yes. I so she was kind of like answers. their queen. I can do both. Like the queen bee? Okay, I can accept that. I can accept that. But yeah, I mean, so so clearly these undertones of Lionel's mummy issues. So. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, the next question I have is Uncle Les's um, her, her, herpes. <laughs> How it spread so fast. I mean, did the actor really have herpes and it just spread over the time of the filming? Or are they just showing that to show what an awful person he is? I think they were doing that to show what an awful person he was. But like everything else in this film, it had to be over the top and crazy. His herpes spread faster than my herpes ever did have. You, did you notice um, Vera, the mom, she, when she was first getting sick with the rat monkey virus... Um, and she had like a wart, like a couple of warts, like right here yeah. on her forehead. Yes. Like they, they were like getting bigger, like in the same scene. I noticed That's that. All that. Um, final question: How does a rat copulate with a monkey? <laughs> and why does that make a zombie? Very carefully, and it's an abomination against nature. That's right. So obviously, zombie. <laughs> Got it. I accept that it's answer as well. It's a metaphor <laughs> to show the horrors of 19th century colonialism as they spread throughout the world and made it to New I Zealand. don't accept that answer at all. That is too educational too of an educational answer. <laughs> um, just, Joe, this is one of your favorite movies, weirdly enough. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite movies, but I really I like it. You enjoy torturing me with this movie, Just Joe. I just enjoy torturing you in general. That too. <laughs> um, so my question for you is this. Do you have any trivia? To, to impart with us on this movie. No. Okay. Well, that was easy. Um, you don't have any behind-the-scenes knowledge about this movie? Yeah. Nothing at all? You usually always know stuff. I know. It's weird. I guess not. <laughs> I know it's weird. Okay. Well, we know... Um, it's weird that I don't know. Really. Peter Jackson had a cameo. And Fran Walsh did his wife. She's his wife now, right? I think. Um, I still can't believe this hasn't been released on DVD in New Zealand. That's crazy. And yet it has in the States. That is weird. Doesn't make any sense. It has won awards. Okay. That's some trivia I have. Great. Um, Amsterdam Fantastic Film Festival Silver Scream Award 1993. Uh, I can't say that word. Avoriaz Fantastic Film Festival Grand Prize 1993. Fantasta Porto International Fantasy Film Award Best Film and Best Special Effects 1993 <laughs> Not much competition in 93 no. for special effects <laughs> though. New Zealand Film and TV Awards Film Award Best Contribution to Design Best Director Best Film Best Male Dramatic Performance and Best Screenplay 1993 Nice Catalan International Film Festival Uh Best Special Effects 1992 Fanta Festival Best Actor and Best Special Effects 1992 Um I don't know if this is relevant but Jurassic Park also came out in 1993 so it beat Jurassic Park out for Best Special Effects That's kind of surprising 
Yeah, that happened. Yeah, believable dinosaurs. Over-the-top foam rubber zombies. Yes. That's... Oh, uh, Simon Pegg, uh, who is a friend of Peter Jackson's, wrote in his 2012 book Nerd Do Well, A Small Boy's Journey to Becoming a Big Kid, uh, that the film Brain Dead is one of the main influences on his 2004 zombie film Shaun of the Dead. Nice. Just Joe and I have some trivia. We found some after all. Cool. Um, Do you want to give your piece? The movie was finished under budget. About, uh... $45,000 $45,000 remaining. That's New Zealand dollars. So Peter Jackson spent two days shooting uh, the park scene where Lionel tortures the baby zombie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great that scene, That is one too. of my favorite scenes. Well, horrified onlookers uh, gaze on the mayhem. And that's why it's funny. And they used 300, 300 liters of fake blood was used in the final scene alone, and this movie said to be the bloodiest of all time. Nice. Um, I believe it. Measured in amounts of film blood used during production, which, yeah, I can believe that, too. Um, one last thing is there was a lawsuit <laughs> from this film, and I'm going to sue Peter Jackson, too, because I am now emotionally damaged. No. Um, <laughs> it was uh, Bradley versus Wingnut Films, and it alleged that Braindead infringed the privacy of the plaintiffs by containing pictures of the plaintiffs' family tombstones. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the mm. graveyard scene. That's funny. So it just sounded like someone was fishing for money. Pretty much, yeah. I have um, more. Oh, okay. Um, in uh, Jackson's 2005 version of King Kong, the cargo hold of the ship contains a box reading Sumatran rat monkey, beware the bite, <laughs> in reference to the animal from Raindead. Also, the Sumatran rat monkey appears in the tunnels in the 2007 PC game Hellgate London, released by Electronic Arts. Nice. Huh, never heard of it. And I play video games. Lots of a lot of video games. Yes. <laughs> Might be a PC only game. You do the consoles. Yes. You ready for some fan fiction? No. Never. Always. <laughs> so here's some sad news. I've got good news and bad news. The bad news is I could find no fan fiction online for either Dead Alive or Brain Dead, which is kind of surprising. I don't see why that's bad news. The good news is I made my own. That's that's bad news. Thanks to Just Joe and Chaos giving me some names. So I will read it for you now, the summary only. Pansy Parkinson, Deadpool, and Rick Sanchez join Lionel and Paquita to fight off Kim Kardashian, who just gave birth to a zombie, Jake Lloyd, and her zombie entourage who follows her every whim. Read their story as they battle, and along the way, the three of them fall hopelessly in love. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Fan fiction done. (laughs) That's all I have. I have no fan fiction. Um, How about the marigold? Do you want to explain what the marigold is? The marigold. So the marigold is something that we like to call the exposition (laughs) sex worker, which is a reference to our third episode from Last Shift, which if you haven't listened to you totally should because it's awesome. Can I say something real fast? Yep. I feel like the Marigold, Marigold, which it's like kind of like our award. You won the Marigold. Yeah. You know, <laughs> way. So I would it's also, not the greatest award. I would also like to point out that she said that at normal speed and not fast. The Marigold? No, you said you have something to say real fast. That oh. wasn't real fast. That was your normal talking <laughs> yeah, speed. Yeah, but my normal talking speed is usually pretty fast. So let's just... Yeah, so anyway, the character's name in Last Shift is Marigold. We loved her, so now this is the Marigold. And so, of course, obviously this would be the person or device in the film that um, 
spouts exposition in a tell-not-show scenario, <laughs> and in fact sometimes is the film itself. So, our uh, exposition sex worker, our marigold for this episode... Is the zookeeper. Is the zookeeper. Who explains all about the Sumerian rat monkey. Sumatran. Sumatran, Sumatran whatever. Sumeria would mean it was from Iraq. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoops. Ancient Mesopotamia in the south. Way to go. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? They going don't on really the... teach geography over here very much. No, they don't. Where is PA again? It's to the south, right? You know, if you're I heard in New York. New Zealand is west of us, right? Somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's by Japan, I know that, right? It's in Nowhere near Japan. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure New Zealand is far away from everything and everywhere. Yeah, I think so. Except for Australia. Except for the ocean. In the ocean. The ocean. I even think it's far away from Australia. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> New Zealand is 4,155 kilometers away from Australia. It's pretty fucking far. Yeah. It's like the closest thing to it, though. What did you think? Yeah. You just took a ferry over? Shut up! <laughs> I did take a ferry over there. Shut up! They told yes. me it was New Zealand. They're like, look, this is New Zealand. Isn't I think it they lied. Here, take some, take some of this GHB. <laughs> you can go back in the boat now. And I believe them. Because I am trustworthy. And was it really GHB? Probably not. <laughs> Those bastards. I was awake the whole time. Alright. Um, All right, yeah, let's rate this. Um, Just Joe, you're our guest. Do you want to rate first? I think I'd give it about a seven or eight. Okay. Chaos? I'm going to go with a seven and a half. What the fuck? I'm going four, you bitches. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) 4.1023 negative 500 million. Now give us a real number. Yeah. 4.126. Once again. That is my real number, and you know it. Don't even mess with me, or I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go to like a 3.628. Dude, I don't care what you rate the movie. Yes, you do. That's my rating. So, Anything you want to pimp, Josh Joe, since you've walked away from the podcast? He's looking at the snake. Look at the snake. Do you no, want to pimp the snake? It. You don't want to pimp yourself Ride at all? Ride the snake. Ride the snake. <laughs> with my special heat beads. I have nothing to pimp. Nothing to pimp. All right. Um, do you want to pimp us? Yeah, I'll pimp us. Do we have anything to pimp otherwise? I don't think we do, do we? Right Not now? really. Oh, um, I will say I've been listening to uh, Somewhere in the Skies, which is a fun uh, UFO podcast. Our Strange Skies, I think, is the other one. Completely. Another UFO one? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. They're not You like... have a very diverse taste, I will tell you. I know, right? They're very, like, science Based. They're not really like out there. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, that's what I've been listening to lately. And to pimp us, um, if you would like to email us, you can send us an email at podcast at night at gmail.com. Our social media is um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at podcast at night. And um, I am Chaos at Night on Instagram, and Carnage is Carnage at Night. Although on I'm Instagram. Yeah. She hasn't really done anything I mostly yet, run but go site. follow her. Yeah, go follow me anyway. 
And she does usually mostly run our main site. I don't mostly. really run it at all. She completely runs it pretty much. Mostly. <laughs> I think maybe maybe I'm responsible for two posts or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We're on, uh, we live at uh, podcastatnight.podbean.com. We're on iTunes, Google Play, um, that kind of thing. Check us out. Yeah, Books. so check them out. Maybe we'll be on Spotify, but I don't know what we have to do in order Coming to Coming to Spotify. all domestic flights near you. <laughs> so, um, while you're checking out books, check out our podcast. And books. please, <laughs> if you like the show, <laughs> go to iTunes and tell us about it. Um, rate, subscribe, and give us a review we'll give a give you a shout out and uh, tell yeah. us how we made you feel and also tell us on the dollar where they touched you <laughs> also do those things <laughs> and so um i'm going to say signing off from chaos and stay bloodthirsty friends and uh have a good night from carnage and joe you want to say bye goodbye to all thank As- you again to for just Joe. Joe for coming on the show. Yeah, we appreciate always you guest Always a pleasure. Starting. Always a pleasure. <laughs> and as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of cats and some snakes. <laughs>